Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. The other host is Regina, not Regina. We are two friends who decide to get together and talk about life. We feel like life is better when it's shared. So we'll cover lots of different topics. We'll talk about relationships, dating, sex. We'll talk about politics, pop culture, mental health, physical health. You name it, we're going to cover it. If this is your first time joining us, check out episode one, Meet the Host. You'll learn why am I called Raquel, not Rachel, or why is she called Regina, not Regina. You'll learn more about who we are and what we stand for. Today, we have a wonderful episode for you. So thanks for joining. Enjoy. Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. Today, we have some lovely ladies. We are going to talk about Queen Charlotte. We're going to dive in and talk about the characters, give our perspective on some things. Oh, before we dive in, who do we have with us today? Can we go around and say who we are? So I'm Raquel, not Rachel. I'm Regina, not Regina. I'm Katrina, not Kat. I'm LaDonna, not Donna. <laughs> well, welcome, ladies. We're going to dive in. Regina. Queen Charlotte, yeah. what's your rating? Did you like it? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up. All the way up. And toes up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double yeah. thumbs up for me. I enjoyed yeah. it. So did I. So did I. The consensus, thumbs yeah. up. That's great. Yeah. Regina, you want to get started? Yes. So... As we just stated, we are talking about Queen Charlotte, which is by Shonda Rhimes. This is her third series since she first brought us Bridgerton in 2020. So this one, Queen Charlotte, she gives a little bit of backstory about the queen, because I think everyone after watching the first series, Bridgerton, the queen, she's a very, hmm, how do I describe her? She's very outspoken. People are intimidated by her and she can come off as rude or blunt, however you want to say it. So I think everyone was curious to know about her background because her being married to King George, we could see that he had some issues, some type of mental issues or illness. We didn't quite know, but we knew that something was going on with him. So we kind of wanted to know what happened. Was he always like this or what? So Shonda gave us the whole backstory on King George and Queen Charlotte. Started off as an arranged marriage. Queen Charlotte's brother set up this arrangement for her to marry King George. So we know she was not happy about that. But, you know, brother was, as he said, is in charge. So what do you guys think about the whole arranged marriage? Because those still go on today in different cultures. But I don't know if I could do that. No, no, let me just say that. Let me stop fronting. I know I would not do that. I just couldn't. <laughs> I think I would run away or something like that. But I don't know. It's not for everyone. It is for some people. But I guess there are advantages and disadvantages. Only advantage I can see is most of the time with an arranged marriage, you kind of know the person's background. Family background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their financial status. So in that respect, I could say that was a good thing, but just not knowing someone and having to marry them in six hours and I have not seen their face, I would kind of be like, Charlotte, I have an issue with that. Can I at least just know what he's like? So what are you guys' thoughts on that? 
Well, I think I'm with you, Regina. I would have a problem with that. <laughs> I would. Just six hours like that, I would run away too. Because <laughs> they didn't ask, she was answering questions. Is he crazy? Who is he? Can you tell me? Everyone was mute. Yeah. So that's, no. That's a red flag. Y'all being very secretive. <laughs> Yep. Well, I think they were scared because it was the king. That's kind of what they're trained to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're dealing with the servants, you're not going to get the answers that you really want sure. when asking that type of question. But I'm going to be honest and say, I don't know that I would be against arranged marriage. Okay. Only because the person is being chosen for you and you would hope that your parents are making the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when making that decision, because sometimes when we're making decisions based off emotion, we're not being logical until we get in it. And we're like, oh, my God, what <laughs> the world did I just get into? Love don't pay the bills. Love is not going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm not saying that it's best only in financial stability, but the family, too. Because yeah. you're married to crazy families and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that this was the situation. That's or, true. You know, so it can go both ways. And so I don't know that I would be against arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. And it also, too, you got to remember from what I understood, it was only those of high society that were doing arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta see where where your status was in life. And I think if we were raised in that form, we would be used to it. So mm-hmm. you That's know, even some cultures, like you said, they're mm-hmm. still doing it. So I don't know that I would be totally against it. Right now I feel like I want to do arranged marriages for my granddaughter because I don't know what the <laughs> world is going on. <laughs> Don, I won't have that type of power. Look, I need some input because Lord knows what we're going to have to do with. But now that know. is true. <laughs> LaDonna, I do not agree. Well, I agree as far as you want to pick the mate for your children. Mm-hmm. I, that part I can agree with. But for me, <laughs> I need to see what you look like, what you're coming with. Mm-hmm. I'm a visual person. Personality is great, but it has to be something that physically I'm attracted to. Yeah. And I don't know what you look like. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I, I couldn't <laughs> do it. No. Yeah, it has to, I, I agree with you, Rocka. It has to be something, whether I'm attracted to your eyes, your, I mean, your, your smile, humor, your smile. It has to be something. 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 Yeah. Because what's attractive to someone else might not be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the funniest mm-hmm. thing with that, she lucked up when he came after her. Yes. That an attraction when she turned around. And yeah. And he was there. Yeah. yeah. It was something that brought her in. Yeah. Because other than that, she probably would have still climbed that wall. Be like, oh, yep. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Right. Their Just... attraction was right away for, but I think once she really, because I think she had looked back, but she didn't really look. And then once she really saw him, it was that little twinkle. Oh, you ain't too bad. <laughs> so they're both attractive people, right? Yeah. And I know beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but Shonda Rhimes found some attractive people. Yeah. He's attractive. She's attractive. And in that situation, that chemistry is there. That can work. I may not yeah. know you, but you, 
you look nice. You're yeah. nice eye candy. We might be able to work something out. Right? Or have some fun at doing it. Right. Have some fun at doing it. Right. I can justify that. But yeah. no, if he looks different than what my eyes find attractive, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. Call me shallow, but I, no. I need to know what you look like. That yeah. Love is Blind no, stuff, I can't <laughs> I can't deal with those shows like Love is Blind and you can't see the person. Yeah, nah. I need to see what you look like. I like watching them, but I couldn't I, be part I of like it. I like it for, I'm oh. just like you. I'm like it for other people. <laughs> Not for me. That's you need to know what you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree with that. It's all preferences. You gotta have something to look at. So I feel you on that. <laughs> uh huh. Shonda Rhimes with her casting, mm. I think she did an excellent job with she the did. young queen, and then matching the characters. Yeah, it was spot on. Yeah, she it did was. a brilliant job with that because I felt like that was the queen as a young person. Mm-hmm. It felt like she embodied that character. She did a wonderful job with the casting. Yeah, both of them were, their portrayal of the characters, like you said, it made it very believable. The girl that plays Queen Charlotte India, she's had a couple of roles, but the guy that played King George, Corey, this was his first, as they call it, proper role. So for him to take the challenge of playing someone with mental illness, I think he killed it. Down to the gestures, the... Facial expressions, it was spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. Agree. I don't I know agree. what was on that call that um calling list when they was calling for actors. <laughs> well, I guess one of them was in there. Hey, you had to be good looking. <laughs> well, they males and females because they all are. Good. It's a beautiful cast. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we fell in love with the Duke last time, right? He was eye candy for us mm-hmm. tonight. We're like, where did you mm-hmm. find him? Where has he been? Mm-hmm. I thought India, yep. the young queen, she's a beautiful <clears throat> young lady. And she is. Excellent job. I've been watching interviews on YouTube. So they talked about when they had their first chemistry read. And he was saying that another guy had a chemistry read with India and he was like, he came out with this long blonde hair, bright blue eyes. And he was thinking, okay, (laughs) I've lost already. But when he did the chemistry read with her, I think they were kind of maybe leaning towards thinking, well, this person is going to be good, the director. But they said he had shaved all his hair off. So she was kind of wondering. India was like, why would he do that? And he has to come audition for this part. But she said instantly when they did their chemistry read, she was like, yeah, it's him. And she said, not that the other guy didn't do well, but it was something with the two of them. It was just instant. It it just worked. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think it shows whenever I see them on the red carpet or Mm -hmm. interviews, they have great, great chemistry together. And I think they've become good friends. And that goes a long way when you're playing a character, I think, in a movie or TV show or whatever. Chemistry is very important. Especially when you have to have so much intimacy. And I do like that Shonda Rhimes, she has an intimacy coach. And I never Uh heard of that before Bridgerton. I think in the industry, I think they're doing more of that where they have somebody who's on set and their job is to make sure the actors are taken care of. Uh So if you're doing a kissing scene or nudity or whatever, you feel comfortable Mm. They put boundaries in place. They really look out for you. Shonda, I think I heard an interview she did. She said nudity is not necessary for her films. 
If you don't want to be naked, you don't have to be. For some people, that's a deal breaker. You have mm-hmm. to yeah. sign a clause that you're willing to take your clothes off. Yeah. She's like, you push it as far as you want to go. So I think she respects boundaries. And I think yeah. that's why the actors show up the way that they do. They feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I applaud her for doing that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you kiss someone, you don't even really know them. And that first scene, yeah, they piece you, know, you do a together. podcast, you piece things together. <laughs> they do that but for movies. They piece everything together. So... Day one, you may be laying in a bed talking about I love you yeah. and kissing on someone. Why? I don't know you really. Who are you? Yeah. Right. I, I saw an interview that. with Siraji Henson talked about her her first seeing baby boy mm. with Tyrese. Mm-hmm. And he was younger than yes. her. And he was saying yes. the intimate part, he froze. So they had to take everyone out and put a camera in the wall for him to really relax and do that part with her because he was mm-hmm. not going to do nothing. <laughs> 50,000 people in there. Yeah. yeah. Right. And right. That's understandable. Yeah. I know Shonda, the first Bridgerton, I remember <clears throat> Reggae John Page was talking about that little cottage or whatever that they filmed their love scene. Once they got married, it was only a certain amount of people. It mm-hmm. was the main characters and the intimacy mm-hmm. coordinator and a few people. So it was closed off from everybody. So that way everybody felt comfortable. And safe. Yeah. That's a good that's yeah. really important. I wonder how much they get paid, ladies. Intimacy coordinator. I mean, how much do they get paid? What are the qualifications? What kind of training do you have to? I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking about that. Are you thinking about getting a job on the next set? The next... I mean, I do that. I mean, I do that. I don't know. You might have to look it up on Indeed and see what that. Because, <laughs> like we just said, we've never heard of that. I grew up watching soap operas, so you know, there's always love scenes. I've never ever heard them talk about an intimacy coordinator because most of the time, the actors and actresses always say that they hate the love scenes because it's thirty people around, and they were like, "It's just the most awkward thing." And you're and half like, naked sometimes, and there's people and you're there, half and you're I'm vulnerable. Like coordinator mm. how did that even come about we got to do research ladies how did that come about and what do what training do you need because i would be interested in that job that might have been called something different i can't imagine doctors who specialize in couples intimacy and stuff like that getting mm-hmm. into that type of mm. so it might have generated from something else Gotcha. now they're in theater to help with those productions. Like like a marriage therapist or whatever. Like a sex yeah, therapist. Sex therapist. Okay, yeah, them. okay. You know, it might be more on the lines of those people who mm-hmm. transitioned to something different. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Because they know the back end of what couples should feel and how to get to that intimacy because I'm sure these coordinators spend time with them as right. as a couple sure. to generate those feelings naturally so it can look like that on screen. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine it probably is more on the lines of that too. And that's just the title that they have for that particular job. Yeah, that makes sense. I would assume, you know, yeah, but... True. I've I've known Showtime to lose a show because the main character kept complaining about how often she was naked in the show. Oh. And she kept complaining and kept complaining. 
And they kept saying to her that she didn't have to, but they would always put her in a situation mm. where she had to. And she said, I'm not doing it anymore in the show. So you need an advocate, so someone there the to say, no, that's huh? not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that because she, she did an interview about it. It was a good show and I didn't mind less sex anyway, mm-hmm. but it was a good show. Once she got to her point, she said she that was it and they had to cancel the show. So, Well, I like the way that Shonda films the sex scenes. Usually uh, in movies, the woman is always shown, our breasts are out. It's always us is the focus. But when you watch Bridgerton, the focus is not really on the woman. It's on the male. Like you said, she leaves it open. It's their choice to show their whole backside. But you never see, so far, we haven't seen the young girls breast out or anything like that. And it's still... It's still hot and steamy. I it's still it. hot and steamy. Like, I like the backside. I'm yeah. for the backside. The backside is lovely. Because George's backside that, that's a That's good. a nice backside. That's, that's nice. He gets a tan. His backside gets a that's tan. That's a nice backside. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. But I appreciate that as a woman because I think we need things too. To your point, Regina, a lot of shows, they focus on the female anatomy. Yep. How many times can you see a breast? <laughs> exactly. You know, again, right. so to be able right. to see a backside or see the man's back and the mm-hmm. muscles in the back moving, that's nice too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah we enjoyed I, it. We yes. definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> very sexy. Very sexy. I enjoyed it all the way. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed watching George. His smile is just Oh my gosh. His smile and his voice. I need his voice on a sleep app because I could just listen to his voice (laughs) all day. Every time he talked, I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) I I did not have that reaction. Me. Okay, so so it's just me, y'all. Y'all can leave me out. That was just you, but that's okay. That worked for you. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that, but okay. <laughs> I just wanted him to look at me with mm. a certain look all the time he had when he gave her that look. True. I just, like, yeah. I see through That's you. True. I just love you. Yeah, he did have that. Yeah. yeah. Especially did. when it's like, oh, she gets me. Mm-hmm. She gonna hide yeah. me. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. When he looks at her, I was like, yeah. <laughs> in that dining room, remember in the dining rooms? Uh, that was pretty hot and steamy during dinner, yes. that dinner session. That was hot and steamy because there was all those people in a room and lies. They didn't focus on anybody else in the oh, room. No. It was just the two of them. They didn't give a damn. They could care <laughs> less. You can watch and if you want to. We don't care. I don't, you are, right. you are a non-factor right. in this situation right here. <laughs> they were like, we don't see you. We don't care. Yeah. And, right. And you, and you see their faces like, what should we do? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was funny. That was, the yeah, servants that was didn't know what to do. They're I mean, we're supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to clear on out. <laughs> Yo, meat is on go. the floor. <laughs> <laughs> How about now, since we're talking about the, the dining room scene, how about when he came over to her and he leaned in and he said, shall I leave? I about fell off my bed. I said, oh, shit. 
did he just, oh my God, his voice. Okay, again, I'm on the voice. But it's just the way he said, <laughs> shall I leave? I was like, no, no. Regina is leave. over here. She is blushing. She said the voice. She's like, shall I leave? Oh, he was speaking I to you, Regina. I love his voice. Oh leave? my God. <laughs> she definitely had to get an app for that. Yeah, just his voice. I don't even have to see him. It's just his voice. I love Matthew McConaughey's voice. That that Louisiana. I, mm, I just love. I just love the voice. Wake up, Regina. It's time to get up now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That is too cute. Yes. She's like five more I, minutes. That's exactly relaxing. I don't know how I'm gonna get you in. Like, oh my god. Would you like me to wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> or no, how, how would you like me to wake you up? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's the better question. Yeah. yeah. Should I make the ringer louder or softer? <laughs> yeah, Shonda, work on that. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody already got it. So overall, what did y'all think about not just the dining room scene? Because that was part of the even days that they had agreed to. So what did y'all think about? the even days, the scenes that they did. Which one was your favorite? The one she she just came in, he was in the tub. Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Donna was yes, like, yes, that one. <laughs> and she was getting ready to take off, she was trying to take off her clothes. Mm -hmm. I like, leave it on. I was like, well, I would have dived in there. <laughs> water. She said she was ready to dive in. I was like, you too slow, girl. I <laughs> Yeah, he was like, ain't nobody got time for all of that. Yes. <laughs> come on, yes. come on. And yes. I don't know if it really was an even day. <laughs> yeah, she, she said it was an even day, but I was trying to figure out, wasn't that the same night? Or no? Mm, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't the know. dinner? Yeah. The way it came through, it seemed like it was. Yeah, like, I felt like it was it, the same night. Like she was going back for seconds. Yeah, it looked that way for sure. <laughs> Because yeah, it was her way. night clothes. It was. She yeah. Came in there, she came mm. in there and <laughs> And again, his voice, he says, so Reynolds, get out. <laughs> yes, but the sexiness of his voice. Yeah. He was just so calm. And he didn't move like, get mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, where you come from? <laughs> That's true. That wow. was a very sexy scene. Very sexy scene. I like the first night they were together. I think when she's walking to his room and she has her gown on mm -hmm. and she's walking down the hall and then she comes in and then she says she has too many buttons on. Oh. And he makes yeah. a comment about he knows oh. how to handle buttons. Yeah. And like she's presenting herself to him. <laughs> Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. It was their first time together. I love the yeah. natural hair in that scene, how they just had her hair down and it was in this mm -hmm. natural state. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. They did an awesome job with uh, making sure her natural look was beautiful. Yeah. They did. Yes. They did. Her yeah. hair was beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that her hair, yep, was always natural. Mm -hmm. yep. I love that. But I do like the fact that Shonda Rhimes did make it a point to point out when she was getting her portraits done, mm. she looked at the portrait and she says, I am too light. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love the fact that even though it was a love story, she made a point to put in there that those portraits was painted paler on purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that she, she stuck that in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It was on purpose to make that statement. Absolutely. To make, make you think if this is true, most likely it is, that yeah. they didn't want the outside, meaning the world. The world. Yeah. The way the world look at us. So true. you have to be pale. You have to be resentable to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm right. like, right. wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad she stuck yes. that in there. She got her times when she sticks something in there. That yeah, means. she does. Mm-hmm. It's a reason why it's there. I'm hoping that most of us caught on to it and oh, not yeah. just pass by. Yeah, yeah, it was subtle, but I think it, it made a punch. And I think she did that with the other character, too. With What is the lady's name? I'm horrible with names. Lady Danbury. La- Lady Danbury. Oh, yeah. Where Lady Danbury. She- she orchestrated, she made sure that she got her family land and um, mm-hmm. status and being able to participate in the community and that sort of thing. She was responsible for that. Now, because it was a patriarchal system, the husband, he always thought that he was doing it. Well, we yes, knew that it was the did. woman doing it, right? So it's yeah. really subtle because she did what she had to do. But then she also stepped back and allowed him to think that he was doing something. Mm-hmm. So it spoke to like mm-hmm. the time period and how women didn't really have a voice, even though we were mm-hmm. in the background pulling strings. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he would always tell her, woman, be quiet or mm-hmm. act like mm-hmm. you've been here before. Or mm-hmm. he always wanted to take credit. But it was truly her. <laughs> it was her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just amazed by Lady Danbury. Her husband. I wouldn't mm-hmm. imagine him to look that way. <laughs> we need to talk <laughs> about what he looked like. Oh, gosh. Purpose is- they did. Okay. That was on purpose. Yeah. That was on purpose. God. If I had to marry him, I couldn't do it. I would have away. to run away. I'm running. <clears throat> I'm like you. I'm running away. Yeah. Yes. I'm running away. And this was um, one reason why we said earlier, we probably don't like arranged marriages. Yeah. Because she had been promised since she was three. So her family had already decided that, you know, when she got of age, she was going to be with him. So everything about his life, the foods he liked, the books he liked, everything. Favorite color. Favorite color. Yeah. It wasn't about what she liked her wants and needs. It was all about her husband. So she really had no power as a three-year-old. She was brought into this world to serve Mm -hmm. this man that she didn't know. But they train her in mm-hmm. that yeah. to be a part of him so it could be easy. But at the same time, she had this strong personality that I overridden that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could see that she knew who she was and she wanted to become something. Like you said, she knew how to play the feel of being a power woman in the background, but giving him what he needed to seem like he was that man. Exactly. Yeah, even true. even during sex, when they were having sex together, oh. she didn't like it, but it was Never. her duty to be there. So she would lay there and he would have his way. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't take it. I, so, take it. I felt her soul through there. It reminded me of the color purple. That part, yes. it, it just mm-hmm. it just reminded me of Silly just sitting there and letting Master do whatever. I don't have no yeah. Yeah, she she didn't find any pleasure in it at all. <laughs> there was no pleasure. It was all about him, his needs. And she knew that. I and mean, she didn't like it, but that was her plot in life. Mm-hmm. 
LaDonna, we were talking about the looks of Lady D's husband. <laughs> Lady Danbury's husband. Danbury, is that your cup of tea? That's your arranged no, marriage no, that you're no. willing to do. That's your arranged marriage yeah, that you're yeah. willing to do. I did say that. And, you did. And that, in that case, I would be just like Lady Danbury running to take a bath after every intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> I would be in her same position for sure. But it's crazy because, you know, Someone mentioned about how he looked on Facebook uh-huh. and his actual headshot. He's a handsome man. The man. Yeah. I had to look him up because I said, ain't no way. <laughs> I think he didn't have to look that unattractive. I think it went too far. It went too far. He was also incredibly older than her. He was well. old. The hair was so dry and brittle. Dry. Can we get some shine to it or something? Even when he dressed like up, that. he didn't. He didn't look any better when he dressed up. No, <laughs> that was the thing. No, he didn't. Oh, so the teeth, the, the teeth, just everything. So off-putting. <laughs> he wanted. He look. He wanted it at tea time. When he was upset, he wanted it. When he was happy, he wanted it. When it <laughs> rained, he wanted it. She had to comply. Oh, I felt so bad for her. But she had no power. There is no way I could not. I would have to run away. Yeah. Yes. Just keep running through the woods. That tells you why she's the way she is now. Or, yes, you know, and I understand that. Yeah, me too. She loved her freedom. She like, didn't want to be married. Her mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. She loves being a hostess. She loves it. But I would like a story of her and her family, though. Yeah, uh, the children. Yeah. Because it doesn't yeah. sound like there's any relationship. Besides for the little boy, the one little boy that we saw, but as she got older and she talked about her children, she was like, oh, I'm fortunate enough that they are away. You would kind of want to see more of that, which we hope that Shonda. I I don't know if I want to see that. I want to see her affair. I want to see more of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, she had more than one. This lady. Yeah. Denver. Her affairs. <laughs> her affairs. I want to see her rendezvous. That's what I want to yeah. see. Yeah. Because I'm sure she had her garden watered. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. When she finally, when they finally bloomed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I love that analogy, that flower analogy in bloom. Yeah. I like the fact that as far as older women, because sometimes they think older women, you can't have sexuality. Mm-hmm. You're not central. But these are women. Some of them are widowed and they still vibrant women. Yeah. So she show that part of it. So I, I like that. I like that. You have women in their 80s and 90s who are sexually active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it doesn't die. But society will make you think that women, we don't think about sex and we don't want to have sex. And when we're old, we definitely don't want to. But that's not true. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. So, right. I agree. I agree. Well, Violet yeah, I'm, I'm, certainly I'm, feeling the heat yeah. in that one. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted she to have a boyfriend in seasons three and four. Poor thing. Yeah, she was struggling. <laughs> yeah, she was struggling. You felt it through the screen. Can somebody give her some water? She's thirsty. <laughs> give her something to drink. Oh, God. Give her a sip of something. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. I think that she hadn't had that feeling in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Right, just right. Very new, and she was like, 
like a little girl who's just learning. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I awakening. Was like, mm-hmm. But make you understand why she never was talkative or bisexual or mm-hmm. how she strung her daughter along when it came to the Duke. Yeah, she did. When she gave her that fantasy talk and her daughter got upset with her. Yeah. Right. How babies come, how the intimacy, all of that. You just gave me this fantasy. Yeah. Because she's still nervous with talking about it now. Yeah. I I mean, with children. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like with uh, in the first Bridgerton with Daphne, I was like, come on, mom. You really left her hanging. To me, she didn't even know the basic, how things work, you know, so (laughs) I felt bad for death. Your mom should have told you. (laughs) But isn't it ironic, not ironic, but I find it interesting that the men... They all, they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, right. But the women are supposed to be virginal, and they have no clue. They don't even know what a penis looks like. They don't even yeah. know where it goes. Mm-hmm. But the men, they're all seasoned, and they know what they're doing. So mm-hmm. that speaks to the fact that men can be promiscuous, but women, we're supposed to enter being virginal. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. we have to be taught how to be. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Problematic. Mm-hmm. How, how to use our sexuality. Exactly. Yeah. And it's well, only not, for your husband. It's right. only for your husband. Unless right. like you are yeah. a woman at night. Yeah. Right. Right. Separate. True. From exactly. Certain women. But that's what I thought about. We talk about sexuality and the men knowing all. You look at Queen Charlotte, her 15 kids. Yeah. When she got upset. <laughs> about not having an air. My boys are out here making babies and yep. all this. And my she told mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I like when she said, I drew you pictures. I drew you pictures. pictures. <laughs> are you mm-hmm. making sure he's putting it in the right spot? Like <laughs> I would have uh-huh. loved to see those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pictures like that me. Lady Danbury showed Charlotte were hilarious. I yeah. was like, Shonda, oh, this is hilarious nice. right here. <laughs> Yes, that yeah. that was great. That was great. I'm glad she <laughs> added that in there. At least she had somebody to tell her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because the brother, I mean, of course, he's not going to have that conversation with her. No. So who was no. going to ever tell Charlotte what was to happen? George. Yeah, yeah George. Oh, I, yeah. now their first time together. I, the, I love the gentleness. <laughs> He was gentle, yes. <laughs> yeah, I liked how he asked her before anything happened. He was, well, do you know what happens on our wedding night? And even during the act, you could see his facial expression, like kind of look at her like, it's okay. So he was always gentle with her. I like that. That was And nice. that's the comparison. I like what, what they did with the queen and the king with this one as well they did with Bridgerton with um the Duke. And yeah. The Duchess, where he kind of told her or coached her. I mean Exactly. Self love. You know how to please yourself. Yes, please yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Know mm-hmm. these things and do it. You know, they were very they were very careful and very intimate with their mates. That's what I like about the partnership. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Because I'm sure that they didn't do that with, like, the women of the night. (laughs) Yeah. I guess there was no need to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were open, wide open. Yeah. The ladies of the night. 
Everything. That's a good question, though, because with Anthony and Kate, that wasn't a discussion. Nah. And, and is it to just be assumed because Kate was older, she knew? I think that's what it was. I think because she was older that she kind of knew. Yeah, I guess. But also, too, though, if you're supposed to be at this certain status of being untouched version, mm-hmm. it's crazy how in that particular season, they they kind of wiped that out for Kate just because she was, what, two and nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought was, that was kind of different. <laughs> I was just happy that he found love. Yeah. Because he was really adamant about, I'm not going to marry. I know I'm supposed to, but I'm not but going to. He had no intentions. Can we talk about the friendships in Queen oh Charlotte? Oh my gosh, yes. yes. What was Let's your favorite friendship? Them. What was your favorite friendship? Brinsley and the Queen. <laughs> yeah. And he loved her. He yeah. loved her. I, when he reached out his hand to try oh. to console her, that probably was a tearjerker for me in the show. And I don't cry a lot, but I was like, oh, Brinsley, you just yeah. want to touch her. The way her. that scene was shot was just it was perfect. Yeah, it, yeah was it was very powerful. Because I think she felt his presence without him touching her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like friendship goals right now. I say, look, if you don't have someone like Bramsley, then mm -mm, we we can't be friends. Yeah, (laughs) he was good. But just to watch that relationship from the beginning develop. Yeah. You know, and the the trust who you are while you walking behind me, while you're doing this. and, Uh And just getting used to each other just to watch them do. Yeah. together, And he was Mm -hmm. right there every step. Every time, even, even Five he, she knows she didn't need him. He was there. He yeah. Was there. Mm-hmm. yeah, and there was yeah. a lot of sacrifice. He gave up a lot for her. Yeah, he, he did. did. But I don't think he regretted it. I think he, it was an honor for him mm-hmm. to serve her. That's mm-hmm. my take on it. Yeah, there was, I there think was some so. sadness around it because the scene where he's dancing yeah. by himself, mm-hmm. and then he never married. Mm-hmm. Right? Her life is his life. Yeah, right. And yeah. Really, it was an honor for him to be there yeah. for her. It's like Reynolds was to the king. Like that mm-hmm. was his life is to serve the king. Yes. Yeah. That's where his loyalty was. They sacrifice a lot. They mm-hmm. sacrifice their own personal life, you know, for them to serve them. So mm-hmm. Mostly everything to them. So it's wild. And the yeah. loyalty, the loyalty was there. Which is- yeah. That loyalty mm-hmm. was, it was deep, especially I like the loyalty with, Reynolds and King George because he knew what the situation was Mm -hmm. and he even protected him from the other servants seeing when he would Mm -hmm. have these episodes that was really deep for me man he is loyal I'm gonna protect him at all cost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to to see his urge when he heard him in the other room and they were sitting yeah, the pain. Mm-hmm. You could tell he just wanted to go in and just mm-hmm. stop him. I can't take it. You know? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to see the pain on his face, just to want to save his king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did y'all think about the doctor? Because my take on the doctor was he had some, I felt like he kind of had some, I don't know if I want to use the word evil, 
but I misguided thoughts on mental illness because just the way he thought he would tell him, we got to rid you of this or get it out of you. I just felt it was a lot of torture going on in his mind. That's why he had the that's why I'm thinking he had these caged animals. So I felt like his take wasn't like caring from a doctor's standpoint. It was just like he had this misconception about mental illness and he just felt like this was the only way to deal with it. I think yeah. they all did. They all did. I think he thought he was above or he had more information of mm-hmm. the cure or what it was, but it didn't work. It didn't work. Because they didn't, none of them had no knowledge of what it was. They didn't. Well, I think it spoke to the time, during that time period, mental illness, people didn't understand what it was. If you had mental illness, they thought they could torture it out of you, right? So first of all, I was very disturbed by it, but I understood it Mm because of my background. It it makes me angry. I know even with gay homosexuals, Mm -hmm. um, people think they can do conversion therapy to get it out of them. We can convert you. And I think this doctor felt that, the same way we're going to torture you to get it out of you to fix you to make you better and it's totally misguided but the shock therapy that's what they did back in the day that's exactly what they did yeah i totally agree with her yeah unfortunately it's our dark history but what she showed was actually what they did back in the day mental health and that was what they did that was minimal that's not that's not the worst of it that's not the worst of it just a little bit of it Yes. The burning is what got to me. When it got to that part, I was, whoa. Yeah. And I felt so sorry for the king when he thought, he got to that moment of thought, just lock me in and torture me. Yeah. When he felt that was the only way he could get out of it. And Mm -hmm. he just was making it worse for himself. And it took the queen to come in there and be like, oh, no. Nobody put hands on him. Yeah. I got him. Right. But people were desperate for a cure. The mom was desperate. She wanted her son to be well. They kept saying, he's the king. He's fine. That was the underlying thing. The king is perfect. The king is not perfect. No one is perfect, right? Exactly. But because he's the king, he has to portray and the world has to see him that way. And he was Mm -hmm. definitely flawed. And they had no idea how to fix it. The money that they had, their status could not fix this man's mental health issues. It couldn't do it. And Absolutely. I think, yeah, that was underlining running they through the, still the can't movie. Today. Right. <laughs> yeah. No matter yeah. how rich you are. If you have an illness True. or a sickness, whatever, you can have money, millions of dollars, and yeah. you may it not get a cure is. for something. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. And I think mm-hmm. the mom went through extraordinary measures to protect her son and to try to get her son help. And she put all her yeah. trust into this doctor who was doing harm to her child. Right. You know? Yeah. But she was I had a soft spot for, for the mom at the end, you know, towards the end of the series, because I understood once she had that conversation with Charlotte, this is my son and I've always tried to protect him and mm-hmm. she wanted to protect the rules of the parliament or whatever. But right. you kind of felt bad because you put yourself in that position as a mother I think she kind of went about it sometime a little bit too harshly, but you understood that she was surrounded by nothing but men. And to them, she was kind of like, kind of nothing. She was weak. You know, just like they thought, Mm -hmm. yeah, thought how they thought about all women, but she was really just trying to protect him 
at all costs and how she gave Charlotte the okay kind of flowers, I guess, pass that responsibility on because she saw how happy he was and she knew Mm -hmm. that he was in good hands. So I did like that interaction with them, that conversation where she was, I've always just wanted him to be happy and you make him happy. And that was a mom. She was speaking as a mom. Mm -hmm. I think she was speaking as a mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when she bowed down to the queen, I thought that was passing of the torch too, mm-hmm. as Absolutely. well. So I think that was yeah, really powerful. That was powerful. That was powerful. Yeah, that was powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. She finally was mm-hmm. able to surrender and yes. step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, finally, was I was waiting for that moment. I was like, <laughs> you have to let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a mom, that's her baby. Yeah, that's her son. And yeah. But then I'm like, allow yourself to see this woman. And see that she's trying to love your son. She's trying mm-hmm. to. She wants to protect him too. Right. Be, yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. I think Brimsley had to let Reynolds know that too, because you guys remember the scene where George was talking about how he wasn't in the painting, and though he got painted on the picture anyway. And when he goes to touch her face, his handshake, and Reynolds goes to walk forward and Brimsley touches him like no she she got it Mm -hmm. so for him that was like okay I gotta step back back. yeah Yeah, I gotta take a step step back back. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. it was beautifully done really yeah 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 good stuff so you got to see the the queen grow oh yeah to who she is as what we see her today yeah, I like the moment where she realized that she was queen when she went to rescue him and that she was like, oh, I am queen. <laughs> You're lucky that I don't have you pretty much beheaded. Right. So I like when she realized, no, you are queen. You do have control of this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, since yeah. I'm queen, I'm going to show you I'm queen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. She stood in that role. Yeah, yeah, he did, and started and then, making decisions. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. But even with her reaction when she called her brother to come back, that was very interesting. When she, was oh yeah, back, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, elaborate mm-hmm. on that. What do you mean? I'm trying to remember that scene. You remember when? When was the part when he came back for the second time before him and Lady Dan Barry? Uh huh. Did that relationship? He came back because she was pregnant. Yeah. And she wanted to go home. She wanted to leave again. Okay. And he was telling her, no, this is your family. Mm-hmm. But she left and went to Danbury home. House. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I know and she's that's the scene when she said, I could behead you. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, we don't do that anymore. Or something <laughs> like that. You don't have that power no more. Anything like that. Yeah. But just watch the relationship from the beginning when he had to tell her. I signed the papers. You have mm-hmm. to marry this, this right. king for a reason. Yeah. And then the, watch that just change into, okay, I'm going to show you who I am now. Right. Yeah. You know, right. mm-hmm. big brother now. I'm over you, big brother. Yeah. Right. 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 You know. Right. Right. You did see the transition. Uh-huh. Yes. You did. Mm-hmm. You did and even it. when they, after they got married, you know, when he was saying goodbye, he addressed her as queen and the way he was talking to her, she was kind of like, okay, what? you're not talking to me as my brother anymore. Brother. Yeah. So that was interesting to see. That's true too. The status changed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it changed so, very quickly. It yeah. did. But it brings me to think, the mom knew she was queen and she still spoke to her any kind of way she felt like. 
think about it because the mom wasn't queen anymore. I mean, as soon as she got married to George, she was the queen and the mom still pulled the strings, Mm -hmm. even with Lady Danbury, which truthfully, it could have been Charlotte calling the shots, you know, Mm -hmm. but she was still in her own way, trying to find her own way and didn't know the power that she had at the moment. But what she did, it was a wrap on everybody. <laughs> <'cause>, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had to come into her own. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I think it had to be a transition for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It make you think about even with what's going on today with the transition of the prince and the princess and the king mm. and all that. That yes. for the females, they don't have anyone there to really guide them into their position. Like the, right. the, the yeah. boys are. Yeah. They are trained, they are into this, they are guided. You you come in and you have to find your way and no one tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So with her taking those bold steps to be like, okay, since I'm the queen, you keep on saying I'm the queen. <laughs> I'm going to show you that I'm, I'm the queen. I'm going to show you I'm the queen. <laughs> this is what yeah. I right. mm-hmm. how I should run it. And when mm-hmm. she got her groove, it been her running it. Yeah, because I think what you're talking about is the concept of power and how we use the power that we have. And I think Lady D, she knew early that she had to use power to get the things that she wanted. I think the mother liked Lady D for that reason. She wasn't. She wasn't afraid of her. Right. And it was a challenge. It was like that cat mouse thing. But I think Lady D realized early I can make some demands and I have the power to change my lot in this world. And I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to get it. The outside world didn't know what was happening. The husband was oblivious to what was going on. The queen was oblivious to what was going on. But Lady D was pulling some strings. She was making things happen for her family. So She was. And it showed more. I think her strength and her power showed more after her husband died. Because she had to realize, how am I going to survive and keep this lifestyle and keep my status, my power, my pull? Mm-hmm. So by her getting close to the queen yes, and becoming close, but being honest in a right. way, mm-hmm. but still kind of playing that role for a little while with the mother, the king mother. Right. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. I'm going to tell you what's going on, but not really tell you what's going on. Right. Right. Like, I'm going to get something from it. Yeah. I'm going to get something from it. But also I have to show my loyalty to the queen because that's where the power is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's all of the power. But I do like how the queen pulled her aside and said, you could have came to me because I am the queen instead of continuing mm-hmm. oh, to have yeah. a conversation that was good. with mm-hmm. the mother, with King George's mom. She said, unless you don't think I can do it. Right. So exactly. I do like that she respected why her friend did it. She knew exactly why her friend did it. Mm-hmm. But she also told her, I'm here. You could have come to me. I right. could have made it happen. So I do like that she she didn't floss her position, but she stood in it and to say, I am here. I can make the decisions. I can make things happen. So you can come to me. Don't go to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and yep. he addressed her, confirming she's gonna continue to be Lady Danbury. Because she addressed mm-hmm. her as Lady Danbury. Mm-hmm. So she meant that you were going to keep your position, you know, right. so exactly. I, I like how she did that. You know, she did it really well. 
the writing is just off the hook. Okay, let's just say that. Now, not to take away from Julia Quinn, because she's the author of these books, but whomever is helping to write this for TV is doing an excellent job writing with Shonda Rhimes. We already know she's a wizard, so that's Mm -hmm, no mm -hmm. question there. But her team of folks, they're just outstanding. It's just great what they're doing yeah because it's hard i am not a reader like you (laughs) but (laughs) i think i've always heard when you read the book and then you see it on the big screen or whatever that most people are disappointed i'll probably say that most people the way shonda has hand they're not disappointed even though it might be a little bit different it's not a disappointment because all of the main parts are still there Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how I've been feeling so far when I look at the show versus the books. Now, granted, I saw season one first and that threw me to read the books. So that's how that mm-hmm. happened. So it wasn't that I mm-hmm. knew the book first. I just knew once I saw season one, it intrigued me enough to read the books. But yeah, she's not that far off and she still captures the essence of the story. She doesn't yeah. venture off, even though there's some things in there that, you know, but she still captures the essence of what the book was written about. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's great. She's doing good. I wanted to comment on yeah, something you I said agree. earlier. You said that Lady Danbury did not go to the queen. And the queen was like, why didn't you come to me? I feel as though Lady Danbury didn't trust that the queen was in a position to help or that she knew the power that she had. Because if you watch it in the beginning, it seemed like Mm -hmm. the queen, she didn't know what she stepped into. She didn't know her Mm -hmm. power, right? So I think Mm -hmm. that transition happened. So I think once the queen said to her, come to me, I am the queen for you. I'm the queen for everybody. That's the moment I think Lady Danbury was waiting for. In that moment, she realized that this is the queen and I know know it's going to be okay. I trust that she's able to do what she can do. She needed that confirmation. Mm-hmm. because the queen wasn't giving her that she wasn't in the beginning so she, didn't feel, mm-hmm. she didn't feel confident that the queen knew that she had that power so right. i would have did the same thing mm-hmm. lady danbury did the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah she did. but going back i still i kind of felt a little sorry for the queen brother mm-hmm. with lady danbury yeah. Oh, when she said no to him, she turned him down. Yeah. I understood. I understood it, but then in a way, I'm like, he's so cute. Yeah. yeah he and he's a good, he would have did everything that he told her he would do, promise her. He would have been he good. He scared her. He scared her. He said he wanted four more kids. She already had three or four to the, yeah, to, that, to Mr. She already had that four That was the nail in the coffin, kids. You have to give me a son, an heir. Yeah, and she's she, thinking, I got to get four more kids. Yeah. She tapped out at that moment. I was with her. Mm-mm. That's not he my said, life. Yeah. I was like, can I sweet talk you at least into one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she didn't want any more because she no. didn't want the four that she had. No. Right. Right. So I she would didn't. love to see the part they bring her kids in later mm-hmm. on. If they ever bring her kids in just to come back. I think their relationship was too soon after her husband's death. She had some time to be the lady of the night 
Lady Danbury of the night. <laughs> she probably would have been more willing to do that, but she I wanted to so. be free. Her whole life was dedicated to her husband because she was raised to marry him. And That's true, she but you freedom. remember, you remember mm-hmm. LaDonna, she came in on the first season and took and took over the Dutch for a while. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much she did with him as much as she did with her kids. That's true. That's why I want to see yeah. her story. I really do want to see. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she was there for him because her best friend was deceased. Mm-hmm. So I, I really would like to see a story of Lady Danbury. I really would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this show opened that up. To at least wanting to see a story of Lady Danbury and yeah. Violet's yeah. story. Both of them need their own mm-hmm. story. I mean, granted, she's in Bridgerton, but that's about her crazy old kids needing to get married. But when married. she was happily married, it seems like she had a very loving husband. She was in bloom with her husband yeah. quite often. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She she had love. But, yeah. but at least we can see her daggone downtime when she ain't running after the rascals of her. <laughs> outside of the marriage season, you know, what is yeah. she doing? But I don't know, know. We know how she felt about her dad and Lady Danburn when she found that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Violet's mother was very racist and very. she was not a kind woman. <laughs> very, yeah. very much so. And just to realize when I was looking at the store and realized when she saw the um the, the birthday hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had this look, I was like, oh Lord. At first <laughs> yep. my mind went to, I was like, that's not her husband. Don't say that, please. Don't say that. <laughs> Some said rewind back. Mm-hmm. Go say mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, her daddy. Because mm-hmm. right. were y'all thinking that her and Violet were around the same age? You didn't really think there was a big difference, but I, I'm guessing. It really wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a she whole lot. A teenager, and she looked like she probably was in her early what twenties. Twenties, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so she in her twenties, not probably too much of an age. Yeah, yeah. maybe ten but years. Like, or so. like seven years, seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. yeah. Because they got married early. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, your daddy, your daddy <laughs> like, like the chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daddy was attracted to her right away because yeah, he was like, he, Let's, let us be friends. friends. <laughs> she said, let us be friends. That was an indicator right there. But mm-hmm. yeah. he probably saw the goodness in her. Yeah. And kindness. And he, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like- Do y'all think that's why he ended the relationship? Because of her reputation? He didn't want to ruin it? Or what do y'all say? It looked like he wanted to rescue her. I don't know. To me, he came off mm. as I wanted. I just want to rescue, but I can't because mm. of my position. I didn't, like, rescue, not, I didn't see that as rescue. I didn't see that as rescue. I think he knew he had to give up so much to be with her, and he wasn't willing. Talking about status, his children, his wife, all of that. It was That's just too much. It was just too much for him to give up all of that. Yeah. Mm. I didn't think about it that way from his standpoint, what he stood to lose. I didn't think about that. That's good. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a huge scandal back in them days. They ain't going to be able to bounce back like (laughs) people are now. Back then, you said they just finished beheading people. So who knows what else they would have been doing 
but he he would have lost a lot. I got the sense that he cared about his family too. Like he, he cared about his kids, and I don't mm-hmm. know if he got the love he needed from his wife. Because I don't that, think he was life connected. Has, so I think yeah. they were able to give each other something that they were missing that they needed. Mm-hmm. That was a moment that they needed. that's probably what I mean by rescue. Yeah. Rescue for gotcha. each other. I see. Because they yes. gave each other the moment of what they yeah. couldn't get from others. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the first man that she felt pleasure from that and she could take control oh she took control you know she yeah. she turned over and got on top <laughs> i'm not like, trying to look at this wall this ceiling anymore i know but that's you right know, but you notice when she looked at it it wasn't rocking ah uh, yeah rocking and she noticed that it was it stayed still, still right this time and i was like oh you blooming <laughs> <laughs> She no. was blooming. Yes. Was blooming like... <laughs> yeah. No <more> <laughs> right. Oh gosh. When the queen said that to George, she's like, I don't want my head to bang up against the yes. wall. Yes. I, was like, I thought oh that my was God. so funny. <laughs> that was funny. No, no, no head banging. Oh, I thought <laughs> that was so funny. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, part. that that was funny. It was, it was very funny. And then, then what she called it a a deformed bunny. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Oh. She started naming off these breeds of dogs. That thing isn't any of those. <laughs> I liked it because it just made sense why she had six or eight of them later in the other sisters. You know, she had and and they were so smart about little intricate things that we probably would have overlooked. They thought about everything to link it to why she's the way she is now. It's amazing how they were able to do that. Now she got like eight of those Pomeranians and <laughs> her bunnies. The pure breed. Yeah. 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 And even Lady Danbury had to tell her. She said, do you know that's a rare, rare breed? Rare breed, breed? yes. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, they stole it from the doctor. Absolutely. Yes. They did really, really well. I don't know that I can think of an episode that I didn't like something about about that episode yeah it's so much we can the costumes oh my oh my gosh the costumes are gorgeous (laughs) oh they were gorgeous absolutely they need to win an emmy or something for for um, costumes yeah Yeah. and the hair absolutely the hair Mm -hmm. i remember i think i saw an interview with the young lady who played the queen and she was saying how heavy the first Uh hair was just to stand up yeah, and it was mm-hmm. so heavy, and I'm like, I know she said it helped them to get into character, character. too. Yeah. yeah, once you put the wig on mm-hmm. and all the clothes, you were in that period, period. so that mm-hmm. that helped them with the scenes. So you yeah, think about the costumes and everything that put you in character, and how many hours in a uh, yeah yeah. You know, hours that you have to be yeah. in that. That's and they just don't have one costume. They got 50 costumes. They change it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because they never wore a dress the same. Like the yeah. dresses, nope. the suits, they were always in a different. It was never yeah. Georgia's suits were nice. I mean, I I love bling. So when I would see his suit with the bling buttons, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That just added to his, you know, 
him being to, gorgeous. To his, his voice, it added to his voice. His, awesome. his voice, had yeah, voice, it added to his voice. Yeah, it had, yeah, it added to yeah. his voice. I'm it, telling you, I'm serious. I could listen to his voice all day. I was just like, if he keep talking, <laughs> you need to take a snapshot from YouTube. You can know you can download some things from YouTube and save it as your ringtone. I need to, uh, yeah, I need, to, I need to do that. I'm, need- I'm so in love with his voice. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I love a, Bri- I love a British accent. Yeah, I love a British accent. Not on everyone. It just depends on the person. But I'm a huge Vampire Diaries and the originals. So the guy that plays Klaus, I don't know if y'all have ever watched the series, but his voice, like me and my makeup artists talk about all the time. I just need him to talk to me. I I just need you to talk to me. Paulina has a little boy toy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yep. yeah. I love people's smiles. I just think he had the gorgeous smile and the voice. <laughs> so what about the music and the dance scenes? Let's talk about that. Perfect. Once again, she picked the perfect songs. Yep. I love how she takes the modern songs and she yes. yeah, puts and it into Bridgerton. Yeah. Cause when I, I was like, wait a minute, that's Beyonce's was Halo. Halo was there. I didn't yeah. Remember. Yeah. Alicia Keys. <laughs> Alicia Keys. Yes. No. Who said no? Oh, really? Girl, you better go on YouTube as much as you on this phone. Yes. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. It's the all woman orchestra. And they're dressing. Yeah. And they're dressing up like Errors type of costume. Uh, oh, yeah. I got to search that oh, tonight. Yes. Yes. All you got to do is type in Alicia Keys Bridgerton and it's going to populate right yes. on up, honey. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. so beautiful to read. It's very, yeah. Ah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They did yeah. an excellent job. They I'm did. Really yeah, yeah, always been on point. It has, and it's it perfect. Has. It's like they find the perfect music to go with the perfect scene. Scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's going on when y'all doing this? Who is in there studying this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have doing this. This music will capture what we need. Yeah, yeah. what's mm-hmm. going on because they are perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They are. So. Guys, going back to when it first started after the wedding and he gave her the gift telling her that was his house, what was her house. I was thinking the reason he didn't stay, I was thinking, I said, well, maybe he's never been with a woman before because he's always out farming or whatever. And I said, well, maybe he just hasn't been with a woman and that's why he didn't want to stay. I wasn't thinking maybe has like mental illness or something like that what did y'all think did y'all just think he just did it because that's what the parliament wanted but i i don't want this yeah i honestly thought he did it because it was her first night and being with a a man being married just to give her that space for that first night to get used to whatever she need to get used to that's what i thought okay that wasn't my opinion i had chills with regina (laughs) I'm shaking shaking her head like, nah. mm -mm, I wasn't thinking that either. (laughs) No, I know exactly what it was. What LaDonna, what were you thinking? (laughs) Well, well, I had shared with Regina when we were talking about it that I, I really just thought that he felt like he was forced to get married. He had to go ahead and marry this young lady. 
and he just did it. Here you go. Here you're home. And I'm gone. You know, mm-hmm. um, I told Regina, even though that they had that spark in the garden, which was tro- totally evident to me, I still felt like it was just something that he didn't want to do. Maybe he was less attracted to her or whatever the case may be. But I felt like at that moment, he was acting as if it was a duty. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was hiding something. Too. I didn't know what it was. I didn't think it was mental illness, but I felt like he was hiding something. It was a duty. He didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And for appearance sake, he had to go through with it. That's what yeah. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't catch on to the hiding part either until I kind of figured what the hiding part would have been once we saw the doctors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't think about that at first because when you look at the trailer, I thought it was something more or less like to do with war or whatever the case may mm-hmm. have been, the way the trailers were written or shown. But I didn't think about mental hiding mm-hmm. him per se until I saw the doctor, the first scene where all the doctors are meeting to talk about his progression or non-progression of his yeah. treatment. So that took a while for me to catch on to until mm-hmm. I saw that. So and I think that was his way of putting up a wall for protection because I don't want her to feel close to me. That's such an intimate moment. Like the first time he, well, when he finally told her that he loved her, it was kind of like, well, you don't want this life. So that was his way of, I guess, shielding her and protecting her because he didn't want her to catch feelings. And then she find out that, you know, he has this illness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also think that she felt like something was wrong with her. Mm-hmm. That she wasn't desirable enough for him. Yeah, like that's she was true. flawed. But he felt like he was flawed and he was not good enough for her. So there was an yeah. irony there that it was really him that was hiding something and that he didn't feel like he was good enough for her, that she deserved that lifestyle. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. When you look at that from, from another point of view, too, earlier that day, he stopped flaring up a little bit. Yeah, remember? he did. So probably mm-hmm. with everything being overwhelmed, that's probably also another reason why he was like, this is your home. And I'm mm-hmm. going to, because true. he don't want his true yeah. self to be shown. Yeah. 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 On the first he don't night. want his true self to be shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. that's true. And plus his mother said, don't allow her to get too close because you don't want her to know our secrets. Yeah. True. So he felt like I can't she be vulnerable did. with this person because my guard's going to be down and she's going to know, she's going to see the true me. And she can't, mm-hmm. if she saw the true me, she's going to run away because I'm flawed. Yeah, that's Something's true. wrong with me. Yeah. And then the problem with that, how would she see you if you're away and know who you are? Right. Because you're not right. even giving her no glimpse of you, you know? Right. Anything of you to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. So every reason you were giving her to, I need to leave. Cause you right. like mm-hmm. me, you right. You telling him to do something, but in his mind, he was like, "How am I going to do that? Right. Yeah. How am I going to be in a marriage <laughs> or be in a relationship with someone, and she not going to know this secret? That She's not going to see me, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. this yeah. wasn't something that he could keep a secret because it was physically, you know, oh, it's very impossible to do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you yeah. spend enough time with him, you're going to see his. Flaws. Yeah, he can see, control yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But what I love was what got me was the end. Oh. You know, when she ran in there to tell him about the baby. Yeah, she was oh, so excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> That's what she was talking about. Mm. And when they went under, she was like, hi from the stars from me, you know, hi. Yeah. Went under the bed. That scene was brilliant. Oh my gosh. And when they saw each other, they saw each other from a young bird. Right, right, right. I was like, how did you think of that, Shonda? (laughs) Yeah, that was powerful. I was in tears because even he was in his older state and he would fly. He's like, you didn't go over the wall. That was his safe place. But he remembered you didn't go over the wall. He remembered. Yeah. Yeah. And it spoke of the sacrifice. It was a love story. It's a sacrifice. It was about marital love. And I'm going to be committed to this person. And this is how Mm -hmm. I'm going to show up. Yeah. And she was committed to her husband. Yeah. But it was a cost to her children. Because I think there was a scene where, am I a good mother? Am I a good mother? And he said, you were a good queen. Mm -hmm. And you were good to your husband. Right, the king. But yeah. the sacrifice was that everything else had to fall to the wayside for her to show up for him in that way because his needs were so great. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. It, it, but it, it, she sacrificed for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I could remember, if it was one of the sons or somebody told her to look at the kids, look at your daughters, you wonder why they have yeah. married, why they stay here. Yeah, their sacrifices. They don't want you to be alone. Right, yeah. right. So that's their yeah. sacrifice to you. Yeah, that's yeah. why they did what they did, and right. she yep. didn't know that. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as little girls, so for mommy not to be alone, we're not yeah. gonna get married. We're not gonna have kids because we're gonna protect. Her. We're gonna be we're there for yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was telling her they knew that she was still. I don't know if stuck is the right word, but she was still, I guess you could say stuck mm-hmm. in, you know, like that arrested period. development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they felt like, well, we can't leave her because she's still stuck in that time where, you know, maybe when it was good with George, it was good. And she can't move past that mm-hmm. to know he's really going downhill. And even the scene, the hugging scene where the son didn't oh. hug her, he was reluctant to hug his mom back mm-hmm. because she's the queen, but she's also the mom and she's hugging yeah. him and he had to surrender. I can embrace my mm-hmm. mom in this moment. Yeah. So I think yeah. that was powerful too, because I think that dichotomy of on one hand, I'm the queen, on the other hand, I'm a mom. And it's sometimes yeah. those lines are blurred, but it's not always clear for everyone. And I don't think her mm-hmm. kids really knew how to relate to her as a as a mom. Right. She, yeah. she was the queen. She was always the queen. Right. Yeah. Always the queen. Yeah. Right. So and it seemed like she queen... could only be vulnerable when she was behind doors with George. And that's it. That's yeah. it. Once mm-hmm. she walked mm-hmm. out of her bedroom door, she was the queen. She was the queen. It, yeah. It, it it seems like she couldn't be vulnerable with, even with her children. Right. And yeah. be herself. She could be herself prior to her being a queen with her brother. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. At, once she got that status and got married, it seemed like only George can see the real Charlotte. Yeah, at that point, I think it was one moment she was vulnerable with her son when he asked her about love. I think one of the ladies was coming to the house and she started talking about marriage and love. I think that's when you see because even when if you think back to the first Bridgerton with Daphne and the Duke. 
it was now you realize how important it was that the queen said she wanted to see them because she knows what true love looks like and friendship and And friendship. friendship And when she saw them and he made that speech, she knew, okay, this is for real. And she gave her blessing. Blessing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it tied in to Queen Charlotte and Bridgerton that, oh, nobody knows true love, unconditional love and friendship friendship better than she does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I had someone to tell me, they were like, I aspire to have a love like that after watching I was in tears mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. because you could tell with her kids she had an agenda I mm-hmm. think her kids she had an agenda and the agenda was we have to make sure he have an heir so she yep. almost took on the role as what her mother-in-law did absolutely yeah. true that's an yeah. excellent point that's excellent yep. yep absolutely well, so she couldn't, she didn't have time to be a mother because mm-hmm. her agenda was to raise you all. You have to get an heir. You have to get married. You have to do this. And I was like, oh, you took over your mother-in-law. <laughs> mm-hmm. she did. That's she a good did. point. That's yeah, a really she good did. Point. I didn't but notice yeah. that. Yeah, she yeah. did. But you would think she didn't. You would think while she's having 15 children, 13 to adulthood, <laughs> that she wouldn't have that concern. You know what I mean? Like, yes, think about it. If we're in our 30s and our kids are 8, 9, 10, and they're running around, and okay, mm-hmm. cool. I shouldn't really have to take on that role because I got so many kids. <laughs> Somebody should be having some kind of grandchild at some point well they did they did but it they just legitimate. weren't legitimate they, that was that was the point they weren't legitimate grandkids. that's true that's true <laughs> well even with the you know you would think with so many options yeah one out of 13 should have been able to successfully do it without mom's pressure to do mm-hmm. it. that's what all i'm saying you would think that she wouldn't have to but unfortunately with her children she had to so she had to uh, it was a come to jesus meeting all the time let's meet in this room have sure a come to jesus like sure was. you see how they look the men look like look you just got me up from my rounded <laughs> boot <laughs> yeah with right. barbara and shirley and i'm yeah. like yeah no exactly <laughs> They have no interest at all. <laughs> no interest. And it's crazy. I don't know if this is part of the true storyline, but you would think with the way George was raised and he knew the rules, he knew the procedures, he knew who he was being born to be, that the eldest was was to be brought up the same exact way. Granted, mm-hmm. his child passed away. Mm-hmm. And he did perform his function. I think what the child and the wife passed away or just the child? It was, yeah, child. his daughter and the grandchild passed away. Okay. So with with that being said, it's almost as if the other brothers was like, well, that's his responsibility. He's the heir to the throne. Let him go ahead and have children. And we're going to go ahead and we don't have that responsibility. But I think if the king were well things would have been different right i agree oh yeah so i, I do I think his absence probably is why the children behave the way that they did mm-hmm. right you right know? i agree i yeah. agree yes yeah. but it was just yeah. interesting because she had so many options and she still had to force her hand <laughs> yeah. wasn't me but mm-hmm. the elder child was so sensitive he was crying. oh yeah yeah he, he was. was oh yeah very <laughs> much so oh yeah and then like you said boots to him he like 
Yeah. Because if you think about these kids, they didn't have a mom or a dad because the dad was ill. And then the mom was focused on the dad. So they were almost orphan children. Yeah. So they had to rely on parenting themselves. So maybe that's why they were a hot mess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But they were in that show anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. They was three times worse than the oh, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> and just to imagine 13 versus eight. That's a lot. <laughs> but oh, she had help. She wasn't raising them by herself. Uh, she yeah. probably wasn't even nursing them. You look at the mother role. And mm-hmm. It seems like they were not hands on. The, the, you had know. nannies and help. What was the mom's role? What was she supposed to do? How was she supposed to nurture the children? It wasn't it no nurturing. That's why I feel they were mostly there just to be a wife. Yeah, I that would was their main primary duty to be a wife. Like that, yeah, to cater to that man. You yeah, have, I would you agree with that. my children, and you have the mates or whoever helping. Mm-hmm. They raise the kids. You just bury them, and you take care of me. Yeah. But again, it seem like it, but I don't know. But again, that's for that class. Now, for yes. the boxer and his wife, that wasn't the case. Okay. That's oh, true. yeah. Very much hands on. That's true. So that's it, true. It's, totally. it's always the class of the people class system. that has the different roles of uh, the mothers. You can use that as an example because th- that boxer's wife was very much hands on, and so was he. Because the children uh, sitting yeah, on this lap. You That's know what true. I mean? That's so true. it was very much so different. Like class of status. Class. Mm-hmm. 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 It's just very interesting how the king and queen could dictate to people where they are. Yeah. That status. That's the craziest yes. thing. Because I give you the status is how much you are worth or mm-hmm. what you could do. That was the interesting thing to me. Or can I do? Because they had a lot of rules about what they can't do, too. You know? That's true. true. A lot. They weren't really free like they wanted to be. No. Yeah, nobody was really free. No. No. Defined differently, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You had to ask for permission. I saw Lady Danbury ask for that for her husband. Mm -hmm. One of the parts. He wanted to be able to go into certain doors that he couldn't go into. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with the responsibility and with the title, he needs to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. So what character do you identify with the best, the most? What character sings to you mm. if you had to play a character, be a character, relate to a character? Wow. I can't, I'm kind of a mixture of I'm a, a couple. Of a lot of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mixture of... Um, I could see a little bit in each. I'm a little bit of Queen Charlotte. Feisty as far as need to know stuff. The take charge, you know, when she finally realized she was queen, how she just took charge. I'm a little bit of Lady Danbury because I, I have that independence as well. And... She's very smart. Very. I consider myself smart. I think things through. And Violet, I'm like Violet just because of how she thought about the, the institution of marriage, how important it was to her. And she didn't take it lightly like some of the other 
people in the parliament or whatever. So I'm kind of like a mixture of those characters. Now, if I go back to the first Bridgerton series, I am definitely Eloise all day long. I am defiant. I don't do what other people do. I'm going to do my own thing and I don't need you to tell me anything. I'm going to do it my way. Hmm. I think I could just identify with Lady Danbury and Queen Charlotte. I'm not a nurturer at all. (laughs) So I can't put Violet in that that sense of sensitivity. I am very much Queen Charlotte where it's like, don't touch me unless I want you to touch me Mm -hmm. type of attitude. I would say I do like Lady Danbury's independence. Mm -hmm. And I would say that vulnerability, I Mm -hmm. think I have that when it comes to relationships. I like Mm -hmm. vulnerability. Queen Charlotte, just that strong determination. I like that about her. But Lady Danbury just got my heart. She has my heart. She has almost everything, the independence about her. She's going to find a way. I just love how she used her head, how smart she is, how she connect with people to get what she needs. Mm -hmm. But also it's the same way she's not hurting anyone in the process. So I relate to her a lot. She has my heart. Mm -hmm. And she helps others. Yes. She helps others. Yes. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Violet, I like that she's family focused and she's Mm -hmm. dedicated to her children and the whole institution of marriage. I do value that. As far as the Queen Charlotte, her feistiness, I do relate to that. And the fact that she's a trailblazer, she's willing to take risks. And I think she stands in who she is. And I I appreciate that about her. She's an individual and I think she cares about other people, but her feistiness more so than anything I can relate to. So that combination of those two. And I noticed no one said anything about the old man. What is his name? The the old man? Lord Danbury. (laughs) Nobody said anything about the Lord. Nobody wants to be the Lord. Come on. No. No. Mm -mm. I think about him, I just think about the color purple. Even though he wasn't mean. So the Lord is not it for us at all. If that had to be your life, and the only way it ended was because he died. But every single day. When he died, she celebrated. Did you hear that part where she celebrated? Oh, I, liked her little, I like her little mm-hmm. handmaid, too. Oh, yeah, I yeah. like I like that. Good. Yeah, I like that their friendship. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was, but her maid was just right on top. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sec, let me get this water ready mm-hmm. for her mm-hmm. to just wipe mm-hmm. all of this out of me and off of mm-hmm. me. And I just felt so sorry for her. And then when he died, again, the color purple came to me. <laughs> there are some parallels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did he die on top of me? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You know, oh, now, why they do his face like that? Right. <laughs> why they mess up that beautiful man like really? Yeah. But did you notice? But did y'all notice the difference between the love making, let's say, with Queen Charlotte and George and Lord Danbury and Lady Danbury? 
It was never, he never touched her face. There was no kissing. It was none of that. But George and Charlotte, it was really holding each other, feeling each other's face. It With him, it was stick it in and do whatever you got to do. And then he was just off to sleep and take out his dentures. So. And I, I can't. But I was trying to figure out, is that because he was just old now and they, and I can't do all that no more for you, young lady. So I'm going to just get my thing on where he doesn't no, give. He was self-serving. He was self-serving. Yeah, I think he was self-serving. Yeah. It, it, w- yeah, her needs weren't his concern. No. Or even like real affection. He never asked her what she wanted. It was irrelevant. There was mm-hmm. no intimacy, so it but was that, yeah, no intimate self love that he was selfish. Yeah, but that might have been the way he was raised. Because I remember now, from a young age, it was known that she belonged to him, and, and, and he can I treat her how he wants to treat her. I, yeah. Yes, and I use that word "belong" because back then, that's what they saw women as possession, possession, mm-hmm. not person. And even yeah. today, people struggle between possession and person yeah, with women. So I think with his age group mm-hmm. and generation that he played in that, he did have that Mr. Effect because that's yes, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Because think about it. We're talking about a hundred years difference from Mr. to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's, that's what they thought. Of women is mm-hmm. there to serve me. You're going to do what I say. You're going to do it when I want you to do it, and then go about. You're not going to complain about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. maybe he just didn't love Lady Danbury. Maybe that was just something he was told he had to do because even with Mister, there was Sugar Avery. He loved her. Yeah. Even though he didn't have her, so he had the yes. ability. It just wasn't for Sealy. So it just. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's he true. Had a Suge Avery somewhere. We don't yeah. know his story. Yeah. So yeah. he was definitely self-serving. He could care less about what Lady Danbury was. But he did have a beautiful woman. Lady Danbury yeah. was beautiful. She yeah, was and that didn't even matter. That didn't even matter to him that nope. he had this younger woman because you would think that he would be more affectionate. He was worried about status and yeah. that's all he was worried mm-hmm. about was status. Yeah. But then yeah. the comedy part that I laugh at, he worry about status, but you go to a wedding and you go to sleep. <laughs> he was tired. He was old. He was an old man. That was biology. That was nap time. That was nap time. Why you tell your wife, behave yourself? Yeah. And then you get married. And then you act up. Oh, gosh. That was the one character I could not relate to. Well, him and Where the doctor. The doctor was uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, the doctor. you could have made him more attractive. Sean I, did him wrong. No, I'm sorry. That I, was that was he's a handsome man. He's, he's very, very attractive. Handsome so. man. The teeth look wooden or they they, they, were. Know, they were. Oh, because I was like hair. the color. Oh my god. His skin was ash. He had ash skin. His hair was dry. No. Mm. His hair looked like what's the the old <laughs> What Einstein? The Black, Who's history, the Black History Man. You mean oh, um, Douglas? Frederick, Frederick Douglas. Yes. Frederick Douglas. Yes. And then on his face, you said ashy. I was like, he had been burned and it just crispy <laughs> because of the they way did him wrong. Was. <laughs> it was not right. I'm sorry. Shout out to Shonda. the makeup team. Shonda didn't do right. That wasn't right. He did a bandage job. That was. 
Yeah. I was repulsed by it. I'm not going to lie. But she had to have that man clown on top of her night after night. And put the four the big babies in her. Oh, no, right. no. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was no. awful. Yes, if one of them babies or those babies came out looking like him, I could see why she probably shit them off. <laughs> like, no, she didn't claim them babies until she had to show one up for the. She's for like, the, right, exactly. We're, we're gonna get some land here. What was it in the color purple? You sure is ugly. <laughs> color purple again. <laughs> You should so that is too funny. That is too funny. That's too funny. Well, we are out of time. We are out of time, ladies. I had a wonderful time laughing with you. And gosh, this my favorite fun. thing in the movie in bloom. That's terminology that I use now yes. in my day to day. I'm in bloom, right? In it can bloom. mean a number of things, but I'm in I'm in bloom. So. I love that. <laughs> I love it. That's gonna be my new word. I'm yes, you know that's the I'm code word. I'm in bloom. I'm feeling myself. I'm in bloom. I yes. like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> but, lady, thank you as always. Wonderful, thank wonderful. You. Thanks for the conversation and the laughter. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. it's been a pleasure. Thank you for making my week. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I had fun. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs>